Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, off-season week three of the Medium Rare College Basketball Podcast. I'm Chuck. I'm here with uh, Chris O'Brien. How you doing, Chris? Hey, Chuck. I am doing good. I don't know if we're going to edit out the original intro. I just want to let our listeners know that you had like a NASCAR... <laughs> A NASCAR host intro on that first time around. Or like a shock shock radio kind of guy. You did. You had a you had a shock jock like you're listening to ninety three seven FM. The fan. The fan. <laughs> and I I don't know I mean you you committed to it for like four seconds and then you said <laughs> I can't I can't do this. Yeah, no, it's not me. I'm sorry. I'm a professional. I'm a professional podcaster. <laughs> sure, we can go with that. That being said, we missed a week, so maybe not so much. Yeah, so we missed a week. I don't know what our listeners think, but I, I feel like we had some momentum after that sandwich, that first round of the, the sandwich recording, and our momentum just came to a screeching halt. Yeah, it really did, but we live and learn, and we get on, and we talk about you know, eight delicious sandwiches this week. Yeah, so we're in the Elite Eight, and before we hop in, got a couple things to cover. You know, a couple pieces of feedback that we got from from our listeners who, you know, happen to be our college friends, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, we got to start somewhere, right? But where I want to start, Chuck, do we have a sponsor yet? Uh, unfortunately, no. I find it incredible. So I, I'm on LinkedIn earlier in the week, and I see that there's a headline that Subway is closing 800 stores. Oh, wow. All right, 800 stores. They lost that Jared and money. They lost that Jared money. And I look at that, and I'm like, wow, what a, you know, what a great opportunity to get some cheap advertising on a podcast that's literally only about sandwiches. Yeah, right? Like Subway, we'll do you a favor. <laughs> we'll do you a favor. Well, look, we will we will add your your promotion onto the episode. I would even do a Subway focused episode for very little money, Chuck. Yeah, like maybe some free sandwiches for a month and then like Yeah. You know, five bucks so I can refresh myself after I eat those sandwiches. Jimmy John's, Quiznos, or, or just the mom and pop sandwich shop. Like, we... Hey, we should start that mom and pop sandwich shop. Got a good ring to it. It does have a good ring. Mom and pop sandwich shop. Come and get them. <laughs> Downtown Milwaukee. Ooh, I'll be in Milwaukee in a couple months. Really? What, what brings you to Milwaukee? I'm throwing a bachelor party. What, with the with the brewers, I think so. Yeah, I think okay. we'll do that and some other stuff. So, so yeah, I mean that's that's the thought on the the sponsor. One thing I do want to point out is when I think of Subway, I think of the meatball sub. Yeah, see, and I was never a meatball sub kind of guy. It never really, really caught my attention. And we got the feedback from one of our listeners, Nate, and he, you know, he wasn't upset. He wasn't mad. He just, he said, Hey, you know, you guys 
forgot Meatball Sub, or I, I'm curious to know where Meatball Sub is going to fit. And both of us kind of heard that and, and immediately thought, well, we, we really screwed up. So I think we owe our audience an explanation. And Chuck, any, any thoughts on Meatball Sub not making the cut, the, the 16? Well, listen, you know, it's a tough season, and Meatball Sub had a great regular season. You know, they knocked it out of the park. But as a mid-major, you get into that tournament, they probably needed to win the conference tournament. And look, they lost right. in the first round. They lost. Oh, crap. I lost. <laughs> Who'd they lose to? Yeah. Yeah, so oh, no. the Marinara. Oh. Yeah, okay. Well, restart it all. <laughs> Okay, where do you want me to start? Okay, you lead me in. But who? So they lost. The, they lost to who? And then the chicken parm. They lost to pizza sub. Okay, 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 okay. In the marinara league. In the marinara league. Gotcha. Okay, lead me in. So Chuck, obviously Nate brought up a good point. You know why isn't Meatball Sub in the tournament of sixteen? Seems like a pretty major omission to not have them in. Was it the, the strength of schedule? Was it was it the conference? And so I wanted you to kind of clear the air for Nate and for our listeners. Just just kind of make sense of why Meatball Sub was left out. Okay, so here it is. I know people are going to be mad that we forgot a sandwich here, forgot a sandwich there. Listen, in the Marinara League, the Meatball Sub had a great season. But as it lays, they had to win the tournament, the conference tournament, and look, they lost to Pizza Sub, and Pizza Sub lost to Chicken Parm. That's how it worked. Right. And here we are. Right. Like, I can't do anything about it. They just underperformed in the tournament. Marinara has always been a one-bid league with a couple exceptions of, of <clears throat> sending two. Yeah. And we we could have a conversation if meat, if Meatball Sub made it to the finals and lost to Chicken Parm. We could, we could talk about a two-bid league but look pizza sub pizza sub yeah like you're gonna lose the first round of pizza sub like, i mean i've had some is there like the only pizza sub that i've ever had that was good and probably wasn't even that good it was two o'clock from a pizza place <laughs> that had no right to be selling pizza <laughs> subs at that time of day listen shout out patrino's mm. in holland michigan the pizza sub there in theory was really good. I never had it earlier than 2 a.m. Yeah, I don't know if it was good before 2 a.m. Like all of but, their food. But Pizza Sub is a it's, a... it's a piece of French bread, marinara sauce, barely melted cheese, and some pepperonis, and, and calling that a sandwich. Yeah, that's... And if you... Yeah. I mean, if you can't... If you can't beat Pizza Sub, I don't see how you're going to contend with PB&J or, or Turkey Sandwich. And to me, you know, there were other four seeds that were, were more deserving. And, and, and we had a four seed win in the, in the first round. So I respect it. I, I respect Nate holding an open forum. But look, it just was the way it was. That's the way the cookie crumbles, my man. That's right. Mom and Pop, sandwich shop. 
<laughs> I already have a catchy jingle in my head. <laughs> now, the other piece of feedback from Jamin was, you know, he was he was kind of upset. He said, Italian is a two seed behind the PB&J? Are you insane? Okay. Give listen, me a break. Listen here. I understand. But you had to give PB&J the credit it deserves for the all-time classicness of it. Right. Like, it's just in this format we have, they are what Kansas is, you know, winning the Big 12 every year. Wow. With no competition. Wow. They have that great, you know, great strength of schedule because they play in this overrated conference. And uh, it just is what it is. You got to give them the classic. Hey, at least I'm giving you that much credit, Kansas. Look, and I, I'm totally with you. I mean, the Big 12 sent three out of the Elite Eight. Kansas <laughs> made it to the Final Four. I, I think you're right. It's a great conference <laughs> and loaded, loaded from top to bottom. I think you're spot on, Chuck. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. So, sponsorships, non-existent. We would love that to be changed. If you're late to the party, we'll re-edit. We'll re-edit. We'll put in a promotional spot. Yeah, if you, Subway, can, if you, if you can get to me in the next couple of days, I'll, we'll re-record. We'll re-record. We will do an on-site recording Ooh. in one of those locations. At the How Mom we're gonna and fig- Pop Sandwich Shop. At the Mom and Pop Sandwich Shop. So... Sponsorship, non-existent. Nate, Jamin, appreciate the feedback. We want more feedback. How can they get a hold of us, Chuck? If you want to give us some feedback or interact with us, you can hit us up on Twitter, at Medium Rare B-Ball. Um, or Facebook, it's Medium Rare ba- Basketball. Um, and then always make sure to check out the website, www.mediumrarebasketball.com. And uh, that's the way to see the content. Um we're closing in on, you know, the end of the, or I guess the middle of the playoffs. So there's content there for the NBA fans, or there's always this podcast. Yep. So just keep an eye out for all the stuff that we're sending out. Elite Eight. That's like my Who so, Wants to Be a Millionaire? You know, like boom, the, boom. Yeah. <laughs> who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Who wants to be a sandwich king? Yeah. I mean, we'll work on it. We'll work on the title. <laughs> so, eight teams left for anybody that hasn't printed out their bracket. I'm, I'm sure most people have, but could you just kind of run through the four matchups and, and get everybody up to speed? So, we got Reuben versus grilled cheese. Cheese steak versus turkey. Breakfast versus Cuban. And BLT versus fried chicken. So, there's the heavy-hitting matchups. All right. Well, hey, start us out. So, I guess we'll start out with the number one overall seed that moved on to the the Elite Eight pretty easily. The Reuben versus the uh, all-time classic, other than PB&J, Grilled Cheese. Who you got? Yeah, so this this is a game to make it to the Final Four. Tons of pressure. And to remind... Our listeners, or if anyone's listening for the first time, our criteria is the sandwich at its absolute best. Mm-hmm. So, man, I'm... oh, go ahead. I I was just gonna say I I think grilled cheese is a better competition than whoever Ruben played in the first round. I don't even remember who they played in the first round. Well, basically, a grilled cheese with ham. 
that's right. <laughs> that's right. Ham and cheese. So this is one of those unique situations where ham and cheese is a better, or no, ham and cheese is not a better sandwich than a grilled cheese. But for whatever reason, I actually have Reuben winning even more convincingly against the grilled cheese than they did against the ham and cheese. See, I agree that Reuben wins this matchup, so I guess we can get that out of the way first. But let's not, you know, sit on grilled cheese and just let it go away. Like, I've had some pretty damn good grilled cheese in my life. And, I mean, I've arguably had way better Reubens in my life. But it's such a good sandwich. And you can have it at this artisanal level where you have, like, seven cheeses with sourdough grilled bread. And you just love it. It's ooey gooey. And then on the other hand, I have that grilled cheese that my mom makes and just like with tomato soup and you dunk it and it's just delicious like those are my memories of grilled cheese but then you have the reuben like perfection between two pieces of bread uh and maybe i'm biased because of the corned beef but yeah it's so it's tricky because and this is going to show up again in the in the turkey matchup but a grilled cheese, what you have to respect about it is it has that element of, I will play you anywhere, your place, my place, on the road, I don't care. And every, I, I don't know of one mom that hasn't made a, uh, a decent grilled cheese sandwich. Is there any mom in America that hasn't made a good grilled cheese? But or you, dad, Chuck, or, or dad. dad. But you know, that's it their level in their kitchen can a mom or dad mm-hmm. go out to someone else's kitchen and make a grilled cheese i i think they could <laughs> arguably yes they could i mean it's really just hey where's your frying pan <laughs> give me some mayonnaise and cheese and bread and i guess we're good i i mean so the grilled cheese is is durable one thing that i'll give it is I don't picture the Reuben as something that you would dip into any sort of... Well, let's back up for a minute. I mean, okay, you just get the sauce that comes on the Reuben and you dip it into that. Right, but in terms of dipping ability, so dipping it in a sauce versus grilled cheese, dipping it into a tomato bisque. Mm. That sounds I mean, it's hard to beat. Yeah, but this isn't a sandwich and soup competition. I mean, you make a fair point. <laughs> What's the better sandwich here? <laughs> so you're saying you're saying the tomato bisque doesn't count as part of the grilled cheese, which to be fair, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that that's fair. Let's let's factor that in. So if anybody is is about to write us an angry tweet and say, "Look, you know, you can't dip the Reuben in a tomato bisque. You can't Dip the Reuben in chicken noodle soup. I mean, we hear ya. you. We could. hear you. You could, but you're gonna get some floating sauerkraut. Ew. Nobody wants. Nobody wants to see floating sauerkraut. True. So who do you so got? So I here? again, I, I think it's one of those games where Reuben came out, played great. Grilled cheese didn't play that well, and you look at a bigger margin than what you saw against ham and cheese. That doesn't mean grilled cheese is the inferior opponent, but I think Ruben just 
look, they're they're locked in. They get to the final four. Yeah, I agree. And coming into this competition, I mean, Ruben was my number one overall seed. They won their conference hands down. They won their conference. Have they lost a game this season? So, uh, they did because they lost. They lost the road game at Pastrami on Rye. Oh, was that 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 early? Early season matchup. You know, early the, early season the, matchup. That hadn't really come know, into its own. It had, and, and you know it's hard to play that. it. It's hard to play at Pastrami on Rye. Yeah, they're fans who go crazy. You know, there might not be many of them, but when you're in there, it's it's like a bloodbath. It is. It's a bloodbath. And, and corned beef has always had a little bit of a inferiority complex against Pastrami. Yeah, because, I mean, corned beef is like, here's Pastrami. It's this natural. Mm-hmm. It's just like I may I wouldn't say perfective meat, but mm-hmm. it's just like corned beef is just a little worse than pastrami, and they feel that. Yeah, and I think it's a case where, you know, corned beef is is the freshman superstar. You know, freshman superstar, but pastrami is that senior veteran who's like. This 18-year-old kid isn't coming into my place and outperforming me. Yeah, I completely agree. So I've always thought, I mean, look, the Reuben, we know its track record, but I do think corned beef has, has historically struggled sizing up against pastrami and beef brisket. It, it, it's a tough matchup. It, it doesn't always feel like it's the better meat in that contest. Yeah, but the combination of, you know, you you have that freshman superstar, and then you meld it together with the, you know, the age veteran of Marble Rye and the, you mm-hmm. know, the shooting power of sauerkraut in Thousand Island, with the wild card of Swiss cheese, that's oh. perfect. And I I mean let's let's go through this. So I, I'm saying you got a bland white bread. All right. Picture you got a loaf of white bread, pull out a couple slices, put some corned beef on it, put on some deli mustard, and then on the other sandwich, same bread, pastrami, deli mustard. Am I wrong that pastrami wins that game? No, I think you're spot on. But it's not a it's not a argument of this isn't a meat competition either. It's a sandwich competition. No, it, it, and exactly. And I think that's the, you just pointed out, the strength of the Reuben is all those other pieces. Yes, corned beef is the, the main attraction, but it, it's the it's the cheese. The Thousand Island can win you a game. The marble rye. I, yeah. I mean, that's a great loaf of bread. All all playing well together. I It's it's a great sandwich, and it's a, it's a case where... I mean, did I even say the sauerkraut? No, I did. I included <laughs> did. it. And look, sauerkraut is kind of like Lance Stevenson. Yeah. It plays It plays. really well on the Reuben, but, but it, it's, it's the Lance Stevenson. Any, oh, that's perfect. Any other tea? Like if you put sauerkraut on a turkey sandwich, oof. Well, it doesn't fit. Yeah, because look, a turkey Reuben is not turkey and sauerkraut. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, it's not. Isn't turkey and coleslaw? 
Yeah, hey, don't even get me started with coleslaw. I think I think coleslaw can ruin almost any sandwich. Oh my goodness! So you're telling me you get a pulled pork sandwich with barbecue and you put coleslaw on that thing? No, I'm saying I don't. Oh, you're wrong. We're gonna have a discussion about it in our barbecue bracket, but look, I think I think coleslaw next to peas. And how you know how often I feel about are peas. you eating coleslaw and peas together, my man? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying literally next to each other on the plate. I'm saying coleslaw and peas are this widely accepted side dish or add-in, like peas with fried rice or coleslaw on a, on a barbecue sandwich, and they are terrible. They are terrible additions. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so we got All right, next next matchup. <laughs> you got me real heated right now. I'm just gonna move on past that. Um, is there is there any is there any argument tactic better <laughs> than when someone gets really passionate about their point, just moving on to the next topic? Yeah, it's just like, I don't want to deal with this right now. We'll come back to it later. <laughs> What do you got for cheesesteak and turkey? That's the, is that the next matchup? And yeah, sure. Man, I have been thinking about this one all week. Well, two weeks. <laughs> for two weeks. And, you know, at first I was like, it's it's got to be the Philly cheesesteak. And we're going to come back to that because at the end of the day, it's, it's Philly's best versus turkey sandwich's best. But what I couldn't shake is Turkey is the ultimate road opponent. Okay. It will shine it will shine anywhere. It will shine on the bus. It will shine, you know, you've been hiking all day and you packed a turkey sandwich in the bag, like it will shine in that situation. Mustard, mayonnaise, it can do either one. And everything we talked about the Philly cheesesteak, it was like well, you got to go to Philadelphia and you got to choose this place and you have to not not this one across the street, it's got to be in this location and only then is it one of the greatest sandwiches. I mean, I bet you people in Philly say that all the time. They do, but they're in Philadelphia. No, I mean like like you have to go to this place. Right. But turkey sandwich, I don't have to give you the the parameters of Hey, this city, this place, this time of day, this time of the month, like Turkey will, Turkey will always be solid. And look, I we'll get into the best versus the best, but, but doesn't that, doesn't that play some factor in terms of the, the durability and the, and the ability to play on the road? The problem with your argument is best versus best. And I have yes. a hard time to say that a turkey sandwich is better than a cheesesteak. Mm. I understand your argument, but I don't think you're going to convince me mm. that a turkey sandwich should beat a cheesesteak. And this is where, and we hinted at it on the first episode, but this is where turkey sandwich, what I picture is always just the the thin deli meat on a sub or a sandwich with some lettuce <laughs> and maybe a tomato. 
But when Turkey is at its best is the day after Thanksgiving, when you have the meat from the Thanksgiving dinner, cranberry sauce, maybe a little bit of gravy, mm. and some stuffing, and you put all of that on a roll. Oof. I look, that is an incredible sandwich, and it, it it's kind of the ace in the hole. Like, I don't necessarily think of that when I think turkey sandwich. But that is a turkey sandwich at its best. Am I wrong about that? No. And I think you have a lot of nostalgicness to that, too. You have more people sitting around listening to this podcast saying, I've had that sandwich over people being like, I've been to Philly and had the best chicken or the best cheesesteak yeah. in Philly. Right. I still, I don't know, man. I mean, make the. I, I've been rambling about the turkey sandwich. Make the case for... The Philly cheesesteak. So it's just you got the hoagie, and then you got the just the steak is such a beautiful meat. You just get a nice cut of that, slice it up, and get the peppers, man. Oh, if they're grilled perfectly with a little butter, you know, fry yeah, them up, yeah. get it on there. Some onions, same way, caramelize those onions, and then you put the mozzarella cheese. Just get that nice and like. You know, that picture-perfect melt going? Oh, on top of that, I don't know. What kind of sauce do you put on your cheesesteak? Are you a mayo guy? On a, on a cheesesteak? Yeah, well, there's a sauce usually. Oh, I'm always I'm always cheese. Oh, you're so you're thinking, well, this is a whole conversation in itself. Are you telling me you put nacho cheese on your sandwich? On, on your a Philly cheesesteak? Cheese yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's a whole nother thought that I didn't even have. Are you not putting cheese on yours? No, I put like slices of mozzarella on it. Oh, that's uh, that's half-assed. Oh, but it's so much better, man. No, 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 no. You gotta, in Philadelphia, with the, I mean, cheese whiz. The lowest of cheeses. That on the sandwich, that's that's what takes it to the next level. Maybe I've been having it wrong this whole time. You may have been. I need to rethink my life. So, <laughs> I mean, that's where, that's where I raise questions about this because I could picture a scenario where Philly cheesesteak comes out there. You know, it's it's got its hands up, it's it's pumping up the crowd, and you got one fan being like, "Wait, we don't have you know the the." the melted cheese we don't have melted cheese and and the next person's like oh no it's the slices of cheese and then this guy's like well where are the peppers and the other guy's like i don't like peppers where's the onion there's just too much room for for discussion whereas that turkey sandwich i think you might we're have... all on the same we're on the same page turkey cranberry sauce uh, stuffing i think you might have changed my mind. And then you've got... <laughs> the analogy is starting to break down, but you've got... <laughs> you, you know, you, you bring the the Subway turkey sandwich off the bench. It comes in. It's playing some really scrappy basketball. <laughs> you bring in the, the white bread. Oh, the kind <laughs> that gets stuck to the roof of your mouth. The time that you have to scrape off the roof of your mouth. He's just coming in and fouling. Oh, that's funny. And you think of... I mean, I remember... 
you know, your, your college, your, your high school cafeteria, anytime that they were like, we're going to do a Philly cheesesteak. And it was always, it was terrible. See, but now you're going down the wrong road. I'm, I'm going, I'm going down the wrong road. But I think, I think you convinced me, man. I think I got to go with Turkey. It's that Thanksgiving element. You know, it, it, it's, I'm comfortable with that. I'm, I'm comfortable with saying that Thanksgiving turkey sandwich is, is better, better than the cheese. I'll, than the, I will agree with that. And, and you've got nostalgia in there too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. So, but those, those Reuben and turkey wouldn't meet until the finals, right? Correct. Okay. So I might've jumped so over, mo- but it's okay. Yeah. I like it. It gives some suspense. And our audience isn't distracted thinking about the, you the know, Reuben the, versus the final four. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we got cheese, steak, and turkey on the way, uh, let's jump down and do breakfast versus Cuban. Uh, I think here in my head, it's a pretty obvious choice because of, I know we said at its best, but mm-hmm. arguably, I don't know how many Cubans I've actually eaten. And I personally would take a, breakfast sandwich over a cuban but the versatility of the breakfast sandwich really puts it over the edge for me yeah i i I think the one the one area that we might get lit up on social media about for for that decision i could see somebody saying you know the breakfast sandwich can't perform after 11 30 in the morning i i don't know about that like I haven't had one of those sandwiches at eight, nine o'clock at night, but I don't see why it wouldn't perform later in the day. Hey, give me a couple beers. I would think uh, like a one of those steak, egg and cheese bagels would be pretty good. Yeah, like I, I think that's a ridiculous point. You know, if someone's arguing about pancakes or waffles, I, I understand. Good. You know, you're saying always good. I'm a traditionalist that says, look, those belong at breakfast. I'm oh. not I'm not the breakfast for dinner guy. Ooh. Remember those times in college, how, how often they would do that? And it never was as good as you wanted it to be? Yeah, because it's a terrible idea. <laughs> Here, you've been studying. Let's have breakfast for dinner at 9 o'clock at night. Uh, it just, it throws me off because then the next meal is, is breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. That's a good point. And, and did, I, th- did we... I think I think the dinner for breakfast, nobody ever suggests that. Well, that and, seems and outlandish. Why not? It seems outlandish, but I'd much rather have a slice of pizza in the morning wow. than a freaking French toast stick at 10 o'clock at night. Dude, don't. Let's not shit on French toast sticks right now. Those okay, that was too far. All the that time. was too far. Yeah. That, you stepped yeah, over that, a that, line. That, you, you there apologize. was a line. I crossed it. I crossed it. Okay. Just as long as you know that. Did we underseed breakfast sandwich? I think we underseeded breakfast sandwich. I think it's getting, it's getting stronger as the as the tournament goes on. Um, you know, the Cuban, whatever, good turnout. I think at the beginning of the year, if you would have told anybody that the Cuban was going to make the elite eight, that was a success. Yeah, or coming as a two seed, like. They just surprised everybody this year. 
Yeah. Outperformed ham and cheese in the tournament. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other rivals in their conference. Well, honestly, I think maybe Cuban and roast beef would have been like a uh, same conference matchup in the sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So look, it was good. It was a good run. Breakfast sandwich will be in the final four going up against Ruben. Ooh. See, that's I mean, tough, that's, man. Th- that's a great, great matchup. A one versus a four. Yeah. So our last matchup is BLT versus fried chicken. I'm, you know, as much as I love a fried chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. is the BLT the perfect sandwich? Yeah. So, look, fried chicken, you, you could be thinking Wendy's, Chick-fil-A. You brought in the buffalo chicken sandwich element. And that's what, put it, that's what put it over the top over the Italian beef. That's right. KFC has, has had some good ones over the year with the, the zinger. You remember the zinger? Mm-hmm. Hey, Arby's um, has a pretty good fried chick, buffalo chicken sandwich Ar- right now. Look, I, I mean, I've, I've seen a chicken at Arby's. The chicken bacon Swiss is a great sandwich. But is there an issue that all we're bringing up right now is fast food sandwiches? <laughs> so what's the issue with that? Well, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I think an artisanal BLT is way better than a (laughs) Wendy's fried chicken sandwich, but that just might be me. Like, remember you were talking about the juiciness of tomatoes from a farmer's market? (laughs) It It is a bad sign when you're like, oh, man, these fast food chains with the chicken sandwich. And a BLT were like, oh, you go and... You've got the farmer that's freshly picked a tomato. You pick out the pig. You pick out the pig, (laughs) and there's this perfect, perfect green piece of lettuce, and you put that together. Like, that's that's a much better story than, you know, farm to table. Hey, may I take your order? That'll be $6, you piece of crap well, i'm gonna go grab the frozen patty out of the fridge freezer let me let me dethaw this you want to uh, pay 45 cents for your barbecue sauce you just you make me sick maybe just get out of here maybe we need to do a whole bracket on fast food fried chicken sandwiches uh it seems like a stretch to get to 16 but... <laughs> and, yeah that's a good point like how how I've, often have you eaten at Zaxby's? Okay, now now you're going off the rails. <laughs> but back to the point. Well, what one thought? Um, I I really don't like grilled grilled chicken sandwiches. I don't know if yeah, I'm alone on that one. No, I agree. It's just grilled chicken's meant for a salad. <laughs> it is. Like if you're at so you're going to someone's barbecue, and They've got the cover on the grill, and you're like, awesome. You know, we're, we're grilling out burgers, hot dogs, and then they lift it, and there's like 12 chicken breasts. I like grilled chicken. I just don't like grilled chicken on a bun. It's just all so I, mushy. I, I know, but, man, that's deflating to me. And then they're like, well, you well, you could put the grilled chicken on a bun. <laughs> it just doesn't doesn't work. So, I 
think I'd have to go BLT here. I I would go BLT. I, I don't think it's a blowout by any means. I think this is actually a pretty close game. But it's, yeah, I agree. It's 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 one of those where like BLT it, it never gets closer than five and never gets more than twelve. It's just. It's it's that way the whole game, and I think it's like a it's like a shootout type of game, you know. It's just yeah. back and forth the whole game. Well, I agree with your scoring, but you know it's just yeah. like fried chicken goes down for a bit, but they always seem to hit a couple threes in a row to bring it back and right. But yeah, BLT on the final four, so that brings us to Ruben versus Cuban and Turkey versus BLT. Interesting final now, four. Now it is. It's Reuben versus breakfast sandwich, though. What did I say? You you did say Cuban. <laughs> oh, that was a slip up. You Sorry. slipped. You slipped Cuban in. <sighs> there must be something about that glorified ham and cheese that I love so much. <laughs> Cuban would be the the team though that like there's a there's a misprint in a paper, and you know Cuban made the final four, and then there's an apology that's like hey. You know, we misprinted. <laughs> it was actually breakfast sandwich. <laughs> it was breakfast sandwich. So, yeah. So, that's the final four. I think it's interesting, and I'll, I'll get into why, because both matchups have a similar question that's that's going to be raised. So, if it's okay with you, Chuck, I'm, I'm going to open it up and raise this question to you. Go ahead. On Ruben versus breakfast sandwich. My question is if you took a breakfast sandwich and you took an everything bagel, toasted it, and put all the ingredients of a Reuben on that bagel sandwich, would it, one, does that count? Two, would it beat the Reuben? Hmm. So basically, Reuben on a breakfast bagel versus Reuben on Marvel Rye. I would say I would have to try it. I mean, I don't see why you couldn't do it, right? Like, everything bagels are delicious. And I don't necessarily think the bread is the thing that makes a reuben it certainly is delicious Mm -hmm. but it if you had an everything bagel reuben i think that'd be pretty good i have corned beef and hash for breakfast right so you're already having corned beef in the morning corned beef works in the morning so is the the real question is does sauerkraut work in the morning do you want to spend your whole the, the whole day with sauerkraut on the brain that's the big question. Like, sauerkraut at 7.30 in the morning? Ugh. You know? Like, that's that's tough. I I can't picture starting a... Let, let's say it's a work day. And you've, you know, you've had sauerkraut before you even get into work? <laughs> that's a, that's going to be a tough day, my man. That's a, t- that's a tough day. So, is your argument here that... Because you can turn a Reuben into a breakfast sandwich, that breakfast sandwich wins. Well, so that that wasn't my argument. It was it was simply my question. Okay. And what I what I think is interesting about it, you know, it's 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 basically saying it's the ultimate, you know, beat the team at their own game. 
But even in that situation, I actually think Marvel Rye performs better than an Everything Bagel. I mean, I like Everything Bagels a lot. I think I, I love, like I l- more than more than Marvel Rye. Man, I I love I love Everything Bagel too. I just picture you know if, if someone has an Everything Bagel and a Marvel Rye, both toasted on the counter. I probably go with the Everything Bagel. Yeah, I agree. But in the system, I, I think Marble Rye works so well with that that sandwich. Whereas I don't I don't know if the Everything Bagel complements those ingredients as well. If that makes sense. I agree. I I understand what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. I do kind of want to try this Reuben on an Everything Bagel though. Yeah, I think that needs to happen probably this week. <laughs> Okay, so we already know what the perfect Reuben is. Give me the perfect breakfast sandwich. Mm-hmm. We have to pick one here. It got by yeah. on its versatility, you know, playing a deep bench, this whole thing. But if you're yeah. going to beat Reuben, you got to put out the best sandwich. What is it? Yeah, so to me, it's everything bagel. Check. Scrambled egg. It's fried egg, but and I mean, whatever. I, what's that? Fried egg. Like you a, like a fried egg? Like okay. an over meat. Not one that's going to be runny. I yeah, just think so scrambled talk- eggs can kind of get like messy when you're in a sandwich. They they can. They can. And and you also, you can't have the, like the Egg McMuffin McDonald's sponge. Like the sponge egg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I go egg. I would go with the sausage patty. Yeah. Cheese and bacon. So double meat. I I would go double meat. I usually don't do it because it's like wow, sausage, bacon, and egg Oof, and cheese. It's like right that's just testing it. That's testing a heart attack. And the closer you get to thirty, and then of course closer you get to forty, you just can't be playing the dangerous game. Yeah. I think a Reuben but, beats that sandwich. I really do. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I I keep going through the matchups. I think a Reuben beats that sandwich. I think a Reuben beats a Reuben on an everything bagel. <laughs> I, a Reuben beats I, itself. Beats itself. I think. Look the 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 sauerkraut element in the morning. I I can't picture that. And there's an element of look. I think everything bagel would be fine later in the day, but. That's unproven, whereas I know that a Reuben can shine at lunch and it can shine at dinner. Yeah, and half the time I don't even eat breakfast, so that's a whole <laughs> other conversation. Well, that's but that's that's a fair point. So if you're the best sandwich at a meal that isn't really that important versus the best sandwich at lunch. Well, arguably breakfast is the most important meal, some would say. Yeah, but that's crap. <laughs> that. That's complete crap. I I think nutritionally it's proven true though. Nutritionally, but but at the same time like it's crap. Breakfast breakfast it, it it's a it's a crappy phrase. And breakfast food it's like, well, you got to you got to have a big breakfast, but is it really that important to have donuts or pancakes or waffles or pop tarts? Yeah, I think they say it like or it, a muffin. I think, the, I think the argument is like a nutritionally balanced breakfast but 
Sure, I understand your point. Okay, so yeah. on the other side, I'll raise your question back to you. Exactly. Is so BLT versus turkey, and this doesn't necessarily work with the Thanksgiving Day sandwich, mm-hmm. but you just slap turkey on a BLT. <laughs> that's a pretty good sandwich. It doesn't really. Ch- you know, it's basically a turkey right. sandwich with bacon and lettuce and tomato. <laughs> well, it's similar to the hamburger thing. A, a, a hamburger is just a burger with a BLT. So, yeah, exactly. So in this argument, we have mm-hmm. to do the, hey, look, Thanksgiving Day got turkey here. Yes. You ride that. Does that beat a BLT for you? So this is what I picture for that matchup. I, th- I think Turkey Sandwich, the first strategy they're going to do is say, well, hey, we're going to beat them at their own game. We're going to just go- take a turkey sandwich, put bacon, lettuce, tomato on it. It stands to reason that that is a better sandwich. But I've actually made that decision before where I have a BLT and then I put on some deli, some, you know, deli turkey on it. And I actually think it... I actually think it's a less, <laughs> I don't know if that sentence works, a less good, it's less good. Less good. It's less good. Uh, I think it's a less good sandwich than a BLT. I think you're just, you're adding too much. BLT by itself is is better. So I think it wins that matchup. And that's where I think Turkey pivots and says, hey, you know, Here's our sneak attack. We're going to try the same thing we did to the Philly cheesesteak. And I want to turn that that goddess here. I I want to turn that question to you when it's the turkey sandwich after Thanksgiving versus the world's best BLT. Who wins that matchup? So kind of going with what you're saying. um, I agree. I think a BLT with turkey makes it worse. Um. I would rather have six pieces of bacon than three pieces of bacon in turkey. Yep. Um, but I think what turkey does is it comes out with the deli sandwich in the first half thinking, look, we're, we played well up to here, but we need to change some things. We're going up, up against a tough opponent. Maybe we just play their game. And at halftime, they're down 10. And they realize they need to change up their strategy, so they come out with the uh, with with the Thanksgiving Day sandwich, and they end up winning by fifteen. Yeah, because BLT, I mean, BLT trying to handle that sandwich in the post, it's just got nothing on it. You got that, yeah. Just there's so much heft to mm-hmm. that Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> sandwich the stuffing and the cranberry it all sticks together just try imagine trying to go up against those two seven footers right right it's too much i agree and it's and it's not a case where you know blt can rely on its bread the same way that reuben you know reuben was able to say like hey you're matching us strength for strength but Marble Rye is is going to win this game, and mm-hmm. and I don't think the bread of a BLT is enough to to win. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the bacon is the highlight of that sandwich. 
Yeah. And I don't know if bacon beats... I've wrapped bacon around a Thanksgiving Day turkey before. So... (laughs) (laughs) There's that. Well, I mean, let's, let's go one by one. So, the best bacon versus the best Thanksgiving turkey... I I actually lean bacon in that matchup. Yeah, it's got to be cooked perfect. I think. I think you can. Right. I think you have. So in a perfect world, yeah, bacon beats turkey. Tomato. I tomato. I take berry cranberry. I take tomato. Yeah, I agree. But stuffing is a huge win over lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Stuffing destroys lettuce. And tomato. <laughs> and maybe even bacon. Are, wait, you're saying stuffing beats bacon? Sometimes. <laughs> but a roll beats white uh, bread. Roll beats white bread. Man, I would not have seen this coming. Turkey sandwich had a completely unpredicted secret weapon and and it's hard for me to i love blt make that clear i love the blt yeah i mean turkey beat italian cheesesteak and blt and is going up against the number one overall seed and arguably could beat them too what an incredible run yeah so this is 19 this is 1997 arizona yeah, here we go. Reuben versus Turkey. The Ruben problem versus Turkey. The problem here for me. Reuben is my favorite sandwich. Yeah. So it's hard for me to say like I would choose a Reuben over a this turkey sandwich. Right. But the more we talk about it, all I want right now is this turkey sandwich. <laughs> I know. Um and maybe turkey has a leg up because you only get this sandwich once a year? Or is well, that I a was, downfall? I was going to say that. So, that turkey sandwich... Well, I, I guess I, I will have that thing multiple times until the, the turkey and the, the stuffing have run out. So, it's it's not a situation where, like, you know, you have it once a year... But you couldn't have it two days in a row. I could eat that sandwich two days in a row. Is turkey is this turkey sandwich the Tom Izzo Michigan State of November? <laughs> I need you to explain what you mean. <laughs> Where it's just like they're eh all year, you know, but towards the end of the season come, oh, yeah. coming into November, they really find their form and man, on that day where you need that to be perfect. The day after Thanksgiving for the next week, as you pick away at that carcass, <laughs> it's just money, baby. And look, it's the nostalgia too. Uh, the Reuben, look, we went, we had some good Reubens, but my my mom, my dad, they don't make a Reuben. Yeah. Oh, man, I mean, and, I could not have guessed this was going to happen. It's just so tough because, like, the point you make about the Izzo thing like I saw the turkey sandwich play in the champions classic and get run off the court by Reuben in November 
Yeah. But they they rolled out a white bread with deli meat and yellow mustard. <laughs> they just came flat on the last game of the season. And and then look, they 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 completely it's a night and day difference the team that that showed up in the tournament versus the team at the beginning of the year. So, if I understand this correctly, the first inaugural winner of the medium rare college basketball sandwich classic is the Thanksgiving Day turkey sandwich out of left field. And what seed were they? They were a three seed. They were a three seed. So the, what, you know, potentially the number 12 overall, somewhere between the nine to 12? Yeah, they were the 11th. They would have been 11th. 11th. So we are saying, and and look, we're going to do a whole barbecue one. So if you're like, where's pulled pork? Where's the brisket sandwich? You know, that's going to be in the barbecue chapter. But what we're saying is the greatest sandwich on the planet is that day after Thanksgiving, leftovers put together on a sandwich. I bet you if you ask enough people to make this question look the way we want it to look, they would agree with us. I think so. Each matchup, and, and talk about proving it. You know, this is the this is the reverse of Michigan, where they, they played tough opponents every single round. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's like that Arizona team all over again. What did they beat? Did they beat three number one seeds? Yep. BLT, Ruben, and Italian Cheese. beef, right? No, cheesesteak. Oh, cheesesteak, yeah. Wow. What an incredible – that's an incredible run. Does that say something about how good Thanksgiving is? Look, I will I will argue for Thanksgiving over Christmas. On which uh, overall food? Uh, overall. I mean, and, and I always I always feel uncomfortable when I'm at a Christmas dinner that cooks a turkey. Yeah, ham is meant for Christmas. Yeah. Bring out bring out a honey baked ham. Turkey is meant for Thanksgiving. Don't don't mix the two. But it's it's similar to one of our, our sandwich matchups where Christmas is like, well, we have everything about Thanksgiving, family, potentially a turkey, big dinner, and you have presents. And we have gifts. And we have gifts. But, but I'm arguing that the, the gifts are the coleslaw. Well, again, you're wrong about coleslaw, but... I can agree with the gift. I understand what you're saying. You know, I, I will say I don't need a I don't need a gift. I will say, and this is me being real, not trying to be comedic. No, th- get real. Like I would have never like when I wrote down turkey, I did not picture this sandwich. No, it evolved into something that no one expected this season. Yep. Like they maybe they they proved themselves winning their conference tournament and just went on this run, but I would never have guessed the turkey won this game. Yeah, I mean, since since February, 
they went, you know, 12 and 3. So it's not it's not a massive surprise, but they were what? 9 losses on the season, 10? Yeah, I mean, did they have to win their conference tournament? Maybe. Well, there you go, folks. That is the official uh, <laughs> winner of the 2017 sandwich bracket. And by 2017, he means, I mean 2018. 2018. <laughs> okay, I'll, re- I'll redo that one. Yeah, look, the, <laughs> yeah. Best, the best sandwich is the turkey sandwich. If you disagree, please let us know. If you want to... You know, if we, if, if we get enough people to say, hey, we want to hop on the line and, and discuss, we would love to do that. Yeah, for sure. And if uh, remember, you can reach us at Twitter at Medium Rare B-Ball or at Facebook, Medium Rare Basketball. Um, we are now on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So you can wow. find us in all those places. You can subscribe. We'll refresh every week. Um, if you're listening on iTunes and you think that we're doing a pretty good job, um, feel free to leave a review. Five stars. Um, it's the way that... Five, five stars. Five stars. Good guys. Um, good guys. It's the way that Apple kind of sees stuff coming up and it would be really helpful. So, you got any last thoughts? Yeah, yeah my only last thoughts is... You know, this this podcast episode is going to exist for forever. And what better way for a company like Butterball, especially around Thanksgiving, to, to get, a, get, get an advertisement out there while we're talking about turkey? I mean, Chuck, you said it. That's the only sandwich you can think of right now. Yeah. Yeah. So Butterball, Stovetop, whatever cranberry company out there. Let's get you on. Let's let's get you a promotion, and let's let's do business together. That that's all. That's my final thought, Chuck. Okay. Well, for for Chris, I'm Chuck, <laughs> and uh... my final thought is a plea to Butterball. <laughs> we need a sign off. What should our sign off be? Um.